photographing the glue residue that remains when signs or notices are removed became the unlikely obsession of Wellington photographer Alan Knowles. He's even come up with a name for them, Glue Glyphs, and has launched a book of his images at the Biennial Photo Book NZ Festival at the Papa yesterday. We have a gallery of some of his photographs on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash standingroomonly. His past photo books include ones about biscuits, sports, and Wellington City's wildflowers. Alan's here in the Wellington studio, Cura, and congratulations on the launch of your latest photo book. It's so nice to see you, Thank you <laughs> face Lynn. to face. How on earth did glue residue come to your attention? I was on a photo assignment with Sydney Shep. She's the lecturer in print history at Victoria University. She'd asked me to photograph palimpsests. These are ghost signs of print shops. She's, of course, interested in printeries. And there's so many defunct print shops around Wellington. And we were going around Wellington and Lower Hutt hunting these out by looking where the signs had come down. New signs had been put up on the premises, but the previous printed signs remained. And I was there to photograph the ghost signs, the palimpsests. And while doing that, I noticed these intriguing designs on the buildings uh, in neat little rectangles um, where signs had been pulled off and all that was left was the glue. I saw a reference to to fossils, a bit like geology, you know. So when the flesh departs, the bones remain. I guess in a way the glue's like that. I think what strikes me, Alan, looking through your images, is that they they start to look like abstract art, but there are some pattern formations that you've discovered along the way. Oh, there absolutely are. The Wellington Railway Station uh, is an art gallery inside out. It's got glue glyphs around the outside of it, rather large, um, 600, 700 um, centimetres, millimetres square. Uh, and they're probably all done by one one glue gun wielder because they have similarities. Each one's different, but they have similarities in style. So I, th- I saw a description of the Union Jack. Yes. There's one kind of possibility with the with the crosses, squared off X's, another one. And I think the, um, some of my favourites of your images are the geometrical formations of dots. So someone with a glue gun, preferring the dot to the big, wild, you know, movements. Yes, yes. This is, this, I, most of the pictures, I've, I've just photographed the glue glyph and there it is. Um, but there's one there across the bonnet of a car with a, a, a lozenge. Um, uh, dirty slogan and all these these big dots on the wall behind and just down the road from the studio uh, at the entrance to the um, James Cook Hotel there's a huge one above the car park as you drive in off the terrace um, and it's gone now of course they they don't last all that long these glue glyphs the um, images you took at Wellington Prison are really interesting. So we've been talking about the, the I love the quote from Greg O'Brien actually, the following the dance of the glue gun. I really love that as a phrase. Um, but the the material was quite different. No glue guns, of course, allowed in prison. What did you find there and how, what took you there? Oh, I, I, I lived very near, near to the prison and I'd photographed it quite often and they closed it down. It's, it's a, a bleak, concrete building has been there since 1922 and it, no, it wasn't fit for purpose. And they had an open day after they closed it. So I went up there with my Leica M9 um, just not knowing what I would see. I have been in there visiting um, bad, bad, bad boys um, and 
in the cells, each cell had a notice board. And on the notice board, the signs had all come off, whatever had been on the notice board, but there was all these white residue on the notice boards. And I met in the kitchen a whole lot of ex-inmates who were there having a reunion and having a ball of a time. They loved the place and they just couldn't wait to get back in there to have a look around and reminisce. And they told me that they weren't allowed pins to put their girly pictures on the notice boards. They weren't allowed um, glues because they had adhesives that they could sniff and get high on. That's not on. So they all they had was toothpaste to glue their girly pictures onto their notice boards. And so that's what I photographed, the, the residue, the, glue, the, the, the toothpaste residue on the notice board. How has it lasted? <laughs> I think it's been there for ages. There's one here that's sort of um, really incidental art, really, but um, there's a whole heart um, of toothpaste residue there. And then someone's actually done the outline of their hand. And inside the outline of the hand, they've written the Lord's Prayer in Maori. Aki, 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 amin. Forever and ever and ever. Amen. It's one of the joys, isn't it, of, of thinking outside the square. Uh, we were talking before we came you know, uh, on air about the fact that everyone can be a photographer these days, but doing what you do is, is quite different. It's looking not at the obvious, but at the oblique, really. And you've done that a lot with your work. I, yes, it's part of my practice. It's, I don't aim the camera on myself I aim it out from myself and I think one thing I like about photographers is they see see stuff they're observant and the action of photography of taking photographs makes you even more observant and I mean I see stuff and notice stuff like glue glyphs and I think hey these are these are neat um these are terrific little artworks everywhere all over New Zealand and and so um I I try and pick a subject like the wildflowers of Wellington, and I did a whole book. It took three or four years to photograph these wildflowers. Wellington puts on fabulous displays of wildflowers, just weeds on all. And, and after all this rain, maybe in October, we'll have a terrific, a terrific display of wildflowers. But I just wanted to point them out to people. This is. This is fantastic. Aren't these flowers fantastic? We take them for granted. We we look at them, but we don't actually see a lot of a lot of the stuff we look at. Well, in terms of taking for granted, in a way, I think that's also what you're doing with these glue gloves, Alan, and that you're not looking at the people who created or wrote the posters. You're not looking at those of us who may have read them as we went past. This is the story of the people who did the hard graft and attached them to whatever surface you're looking at. So there's a story there too, isn't there? There is. There's a, there's a mystery. You know, I look at these glue glyphs and some of them I pass every day and I get a pleasure from, from looking at them. Um, and there's a mystery on who, who put them up there. Because as you say, they've almost got a signature in the way that they yeah. attach them, right? Yes. But, uh, yeah, and I mean, as a result of my little book and in this interview with you, Lynn, the glue gun wielders might be doing more art behind the signs, waiting for them to be pulled off and revealed in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but like a graffiti signature. Uh, I've used that term photo books, and we've done interviews about photo books in the past because uh, the Photo Book NZ Festival has been around for a while and it's always interesting. But for those, for listeners who, who can't picture them and maybe thinking about those big tabletop 
photo books that are out there. How would you describe them? Oh, well, those, those big books are, are sort of books of photography um, or books of photographs. Um, a photo book, um, I could use Ethel McCready's definition. He's the curator of photography at Tepapa. Um, he says it's a, a photo book is an artwork in its own, a self-contained artwork in its own right. This is, this is the pinnacle of photo books um, where the design and the, and the packaging and the binding and everything all makes the whole and all of the pictures um, uh, feed into a single message. Um, it, it's a hard one to get your head around. Um, Mary McPherson, who was, who was one of the heavy lifters in organising the photo fest, um, she, she says a photo book is a result of a long, a long gestation period um, where a photographer's been working on a documentary over a period of time and putting the results be- between covers, um, often with no words, although I like words. Some of the photo books that come out just with no words are pretty hard to, to understand at times, and for people who aren't visually literate, we have a lot of trouble understanding what on earth's going on. So there's no I, harm giving some clues, right? No it's harm at all. Help people into the images. That's right. <laughs> but I say, uh, Greg O'Brien's written so beautifully about Hasn't he? your work. Uh, the um, the festival itself. How how was it at Te Papa yesterday? Oh, it was it was terrific. There were twenty seven tables there, um, hundreds of photo books, and and, and probably oh, dozens and dozens of photographers. Um, many many of the tables had two fo- two photographers sitting at the tables, um, and crowds came in. It was it was wall to wall. I I was I was amazed. The queue the queue at the FPOS machine just went on and on and on. That's always ran, a good sign, isn't they, it? They, they, yeah, they ran out. Of, they had two FPOS machines and they ran out of paper in them. <laughs> <laughs> Is, am I allowed to ask you? Given that I think you've done more than ten years of photographing these. Glue, uh, yes, yeah. Um, have you turned your camera? Are you turning your camera to something else? <laughs> or is that a secret? Because that, that's one of those. You know, it's always you're always nervous asking, say, a novelist, you know, about their next book, and there is a bit of superstition around it. But maybe there's something out there that our listeners might be able to point you in the direction of. <laughs> oh, thank you for the offer. Um, I'm. This this was asked yesterday by Bob Kerr and another artist around town, um, and my answer to Bob was: I'm working on about five different projects at various different different stages, and as I progress them, some of them fall off and disappear, uh, and every now and again, one like Glugus or Wildflowers or Biscuits comes to fruition. Uh, so no, we will I... await with interest. So I won't push you any further, <laughs> Alan. Thank you so much for coming in. That's Alan Knowles. Glue Glyphs is published by White Outer Press, Victoria University of Wellington.